and welcome back to this week's episode of Caption This. For all of you newcomers, my name is Lauren McNair, and I am so excited to have you listening. Let's get started. Today we will be discussing the importance of setting up an Instagram and Facebook business account, as well as how to create original content for your social media pages. This week's guest host is my friend, Rachel Kofton. Hi guys! Rachel is also a senior theater arts major at LMU with me, and will be starring in her original one-woman show, Boy Vey, next semester, which I cannot wait to talk a little bit more about today. Welcome, Rachel! Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm really excited to be here. I'm so excited to (laughs) finally have you. How have you been doing? You know... I've been doing pretty well, considering the um, word I'm not going to say, show, the shit show of, um, <laughs> of what has been 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, there's ups and downs. I just feel like this whole year has been a roller coaster, both on a personal level and on a global level, yeah. global scale. But I've been doing pretty well. I've been feeling a lot more creative since the quarantine hit. And I'm excited just to talk with you more about what artists are doing right now yeah. in this day and age. I think it's so interesting just seeing how people are taking this crazy time and moment and making something beautiful out of it. And even right. though it is awful, and a lot of things are shut down, there's still so much we can be doing. And that's really cool to see how people have been doing that so far. Yeah, absolutely. It's a trying time. But if there's anything history has taught us, it is that artists come out of it with usually some really cool work. I'm so excited to see what type of art and film and TV and theater are going to come in the next few years. Because I feel like it's going to be a renaissance. It is. People are saying it's going to be the enlightenment. Like 2024 marks the enlightenment of Gen Z Mm -hmm. millennial people. Okay, so as I mentioned, today we're going to be talking a little bit more about the benefits of having both an Instagram business account and a Facebook business account. I know that I kind of went over some of the benefits of an Instagram business account last week when we were talking about the Instagram algorithm and engagement, but I'm just going to go into a little bit more detail on that today as well as more detail about how you can use Facebook in a similar way. One of the most important tools that comes with an Instagram business account is the ability to look at your analytics for your page. So this means you can see all the information about your followers, what days they're active, what hours they're active. There's so much information. That's so much. Yes, it's it's insane. And sometimes I don't even know what to do with it all because it's kind of overwhelming to look. It's both overwhelming and from my experience, addicting. Like for me, that's kind of the most addictive part of Instagram, I guess, is that like every time you post, you're able to see, okay, who clicked on my profile after looking at my post? Oh, what images are they saving? What are they sending to other people? And it's kind of fascinating and 
strangely rewarding. Yeah. One of the weirdest parts for me having an Instagram business account is that you can see how many people have sent your post to others through DM, but you can't see who sent it. Which sucks. And also, you can see that people have saved your post, but you can't see who. So you're like, who would have sent and saved this photo? I think I would want to see who sent it, but I don't necessarily want to know who saves it. I agree. You know? It's just a little creepy. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. You put something on Instagram and it is out there forever. It really is. Okay, so talking a little bit more about the type of analytics that you can see, I mean, we've already kind of mentioned some of them. You can see the analytics for your Instagram page as a whole, as well as the analytics for a specific Instagram story post, reel, or photo. So talking about your overall page analytics, you can see impressions, which means how Mm -hmm. many Instagram pages have seen that post or have gone to your profile. You can see the reach and your followers, whether that be new followers or followers that have unfollowed you in the past week. All of that is very important to see how your following is changing and evolving as you post more often. One of the really cool features is that you can see the specific breakdown of age your followers are, gender they are, and the top locations that they come from. So it's interesting because I have a lot of followers from LA and Orange County, obviously because I grew up in Orange County and I now live in LA. So I've met a lot of people in this area, but I also have followers from New York, a bunch of different states, as well as different countries. So we studied abroad in Germany Germany. together. Yes. (laughs) And so we met a lot of people in Germany and we have a bunch of followers from that area of Europe, as well as other areas of Europe that maybe we have met personally or we haven't and they're just interested in the content that we're putting out. So that's a really interesting tool to use and see how much you're progressing in your following and where your account is kind of going and how what you've been doing as far as posting is working or isn't working. Right. Another thing that I also mentioned last week is that you can see what time of day your followers are most active in and try to post during those hours to maybe get a little bit more engagement on your posts. This is something I did not know about, and I'm going to check. I, I have no idea. It'll be interesting <laughs> to look it up. It's it's fun because then you can kind of target your Instagram posts around those time periods of the day when you post. There you go. Yeah, so I posted last Wednesday, and I went under my followers' active hours, and I saw that the most times they were on Instagram during the day were noon, 3 p.m., and 6 p.m. So I chose to post at noon because that was one of the hours that my followers were most active during. So that's when I posted that photo, but 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. were also good times that I could have potentially posted as well. Yeah, interesting. So now diving more into how you can see the detailed analytics of each of your individual posts Mm -hmm. rather than just the overall analytics of your page. Each post shows how many people have visited your profile after seeing your post, how many people have clicked on your website, as well as if you tag somebody, it'll show you how many people went to that person's Instagram page. So if you're posting with other actors that are also trying to promote themselves the same way that you are, it's also beneficial for them if you tag them in your photo because that can gain traction to not only your page, but theirs as well. Yeah. So get together with your acting friends. 
friends. We want to help each other yes, out. Yes, we do. Help your actor friends out. You want to support your fellow actors. You I do. think that's really important because we're all in this together. Yeah. Boy, are we. Yeah. <laughs> It also allows you to add your contact information directly to your account, which allows casting directors or other people interested in you to directly email you through the Instagram account rather than having to DM you or try to find your email another way. All they have to do is just click the contact button when they are on your account and they can email you right away. So something I had to do actually was make sure that my email account was the current email account that I use. And all of you should do that as well, because I used to have this really lame AOL account that had like my dog's name on it. And you you don't you don't want that to be the email that really important, really potentially important casting directors or managers or agents contact you by. Exactly. <laughs> I know that's happened to me before I was reaching out to a newspaper a few weeks ago and my mail account on my computer has my old embarrassing email connected (laughs) to it and I actually sent an email to a newspaper from that account. Wow wow you know what's really lame about mine okay so my dog's name is Spud Mm -hmm. so when I was little I would call him Spudly Spoo Spudly Spoo just like as a little nickname And so I made my AOL account, spudlyspoo at AOL.com. And so many people, including my own father, came to me after I created the email account as what, like a fourth grader. And I thought I was the coolest person in the world because I had an email account. Um, And he was like, why does it say spudlyspoo at AOL.com? I really didn't think it through. I know, that is stupid. That's so funny. I I could totally see how that happened, but like in your mind, right? it it's sounds... Spudly Spoo. Yeah. Spudly Spoo, not Spudly's Poo. Wow, you live and you learn. Yep. <laughs> Another important feature of having an Instagram business account is that it allows you to promote your posts. So this feature you will have to pay a little bit for. The cost depends on what you want to spend for promoting your posts. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of whatever you want to spend, you can spend that and you don't have to spend too much. And it'll give you a range of if you spend this much over this many days, your post will approximately reach between this many accounts. So say you wanted to spend $7 over two days. And they'll give you a range of your post will reach around 1,500 to 3,000 more accounts than it normally would. That's a really important feature when you're trying to promote your page and yourself as an actor because it'll reach more accounts than your photo might normally reach. Mm -hmm. So if you want to promote a post, all you have to do is click on that post and select the promote button. From there, it'll take about... A few hours or a day. And then Instagram takes the important steps to, you know, verify advertising on its platform. And as you walk through the process, Instagram requires you to connect or authenticate 
with your Facebook account before purchasing. Yeah, so the thing about Instagram and Facebook is they're now owned by the same company. So linking them to each other is vital for having an Instagram business account. It makes you do that so then you'll have your own page on Facebook that you can also promote yourself through. Mm -hmm. So by having an Instagram business account, it also benefits you since you have a Facebook business account as well. And just adding on to promotions and kind of paying to get that extra boost um, in terms of the attention you're getting on social media, you can also pay for followers. That is a thing that plenty of people do. So that is also an option. So yeah, you can pay for followers. Just kind of depends if you want to go down that route. Yeah. It's almost better. I mean, I think it's better to just gain your followers naturally. Exactly. Through maybe promoting a photo or two or even just posting more regularly because then those are the people that are actually interested in following you. Exactly. And the other thing too is it's very easy for people on the outside to see whether or not you've bought your followers because their following count won't match up with how many likes they're getting on posts, how many comments they're getting. So it's like you could have 12,000 followers but still only get 38 likes on a post. Yeah. And that's when other people can just see, oh, they're buying followers. So that's why it's really important to gain a following that appreciates you and genuinely wants to follow you because casting directors will look at your following amount and compare it to how many likes you're getting on a post and if they're not equivalent at all your followers don't really mean anything yep because your following base is their audience those are the people that support you in your career so you want to have a genuine amount of people so that you know, you'll have a big following when you do book things. So then people will actually go see your work. Yeah. And I think it's better too just to build that up, even though it's a slow and steady process, because you just reap a lot more benefits and you do get a lot more support and love and attention from those supporting you out of their own will. So yeah, that's a little bit more about the Instagram business profile. It does go hand in hand with what we were talking about last week as far as engagement in the Instagram algorithm. So if you want to hear a little bit more about how to get more engagement to your page, go listen to episode three. Okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit more about Facebook profiles. Facebook! Yes, so there's two different types of Facebook accounts. There's your Facebook profile, which is the one that's tailored more towards you, your friends, your family. It's more of like the casual. Yeah, it's the casual one. It's also like where you let your grandma follow you and see the cute graduation photos and, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And so then you also have your Facebook page, your business page, which is a page that you can dedicate just for yourself and your acting or as in Rachel's case, a project like Lauren was saying, you can create your page all about yourself, who you are as an actor, create direct links to say your demo reel or your resume, stuff that has to do with broadcasting yourself as an artist. My situation at the moment is a little different. I am experimenting with Facebook pages for the first time by way of a project that I am producing with a number of other people. Uh, Do you want me to talk about that now? Yeah, you can explain it a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. So 
I have spent a year writing a solo show that's going to be performed in late April. The goal is to get enough funds and support from those on the interwebs to perform it at a theater in Los Angeles, the Pico Playhouse, and live stream it to as big an audience as we can gather. Due to COVID restrictions, we can't have live theater quite yet. But yeah, the goal is to raise enough money for a live stream um, and to perform it at a theater with all the lights, all the sounds, everything. And it's a story... It's called Boy Bay. Did I already mention that? I mentioned it. Okay, okay. You mentioned it at the beginning. Yeah, so it's called Boy Bay. Essentially... It is about both my coming of age as a woman and her own love life experiences in relation, strangely enough, to my coming of age as a Jewish person with traumatic family Holocaust history. And it's it's a very strange kind of fine line that is walked on throughout the show of both, you know, comedic kind of dating stories and these much more serious portrayals of what it was like for my family when they were going through the things they went through in the late 1930s. It is, it's a, it's a wild show. I'm still can't really believe that it's happening, but we've got producers, we have a director, and we are currently in the process of just building our audiences up through different social media outlets. So we have the Instagram page, which is kind of less formal than the Facebook page. Facebook page is really where all of the information is going to be for fundraising, for tickets, poster designs, etc. And so you should all go follow and like Boy Vey the Play Facebook page. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I heard about this project from the very beginning stages before Rachel even started yeah. writing it. And I was so drawn into the idea and concept just because I know a lot about Rachel and what she's <laughs> gone through and what her family has gone through just because we've been through a lot together and we got yeah. to travel a lot together so we've learned a lot about each other so seeing where she started out with the concept and now where she is with it finally going into production is just oh it makes me so excited Aww. I like have, I have goosebumps Aww. right now because I'm so excited to <laughs> finally see it and hear it because I haven't yet I'm excited too I'm also just freaked out yeah. it's a, it's a very strange experience and I think a lot of us as burgeoning young artists are going to experience this where it's like we're finally taking the tools that we have gained over four years and beyond of training and all these different things. And we have the freedom now, especially with all this extra time during COVID, to turn it into something that we actually sell to people. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we can go from training to actually selling our art and our ideas and... That's such a crazy concept. It's really crazy. Because it's now like life is actually starting. Like, yeah, We're exactly. no longer, I mean, obviously we're always going to be training actors because yeah. there's always more classes we can be taking. Mm-hmm. But now we're professional actors. This is dun, what, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> our life is actually starting now. Well, I guess yeah. in a few more months. But Well, yeah. It can start now if we want it yes, to. Yes, it can. <laughs> so it's crazy. Here we go. The ride of our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> no, I love it. So let's talk a little bit more about using Facebook to our advantage in this way. As Rachel talked about a little bit, 
she's using it to promote her show currently, and I'm using it to promote myself as an actor. So there's many different ways you can use your Facebook business page to promote yourself Mm -hmm. and the projects you're working on. Starting out, it's important that your username, if you're using it like me, I'm using it to promote myself, it's important that my username for my Facebook page should be similar to the ones that I use on my other social media accounts. So my Facebook page name is also at It's Lauren McNair. So then it's easy for people to find me both on Instagram and on Facebook, just yep. like your Instagram username and your Facebook username. Are yes, similar. exactly. So it's Boy Vey the Play Facebook page and the handle for Instagram is Boy Vey the Play. So Same that way, way people can track you on many different social media accounts really easily. Yeah. My Twitter username is also the same, even though I don't really use Twitter. But oh, I am terrible. I, I've like never used Twitter. Yeah. I used Twitter once to enter a weird Twitter competition that was happening during Hamilton when <laughs> Hamilton blew up. My sister did and that. I took this really cringy video of myself and don't don't go to Twitter after this and try to find <laughs> it. But this really cringy video of myself that I filmed like fifty different fifty times over in a bathroom in New York City when my family and I were visiting of me very seriously singing burn in a tracksuit. Oh god. That is hilarious. Uh, Yes. I know. I mean the concept of my name for this podcast is caption this because I'm really bad at captioning photos. So just imagine me trying to tweet. It just doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't. Doesn't doesn't translate. No. Yeah. And also yeah just don't tag Lin-Manuel Miranda. (laughs) The the man the myth the legend and cringeworthy Twitter videos. It's always going to be up there now. Yeah. And I can't wait until you're famous and people will bring that up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when creating the profile photos that you use for your business Facebook page, include your headshots because that is what people are going to see immediately when they come to your page. So you you want them to notice what types of roles you'll be casted in so then they can imagine that, say if it's casting director or an agent or manager, so they can see that right off the bat and see if you're somebody that they're interested in. Mm -hmm. Also for your cover photo, you... I'm not sure I understand. Siri wants to join in. Okay. Anyways, your cover photo you can have a little bit more fun with. So if you're promoting a project that you're working on, in this case, if Rachel had her own Facebook page for Rachel, she can put a cover photo that draws attention to Boy Bay. So she can put like the dates in the photo or a concept photo so that not only does it show your profile photo of you as an actor, but it can also show the current project you're working on. You know, that's a good idea, Lauren. I should should do that. So your Facebook page also allows you to have a large button on the bottom right of your cover photo that encourages your fans to take some kind of action depending on what you direct this button to do. So for example, you might link, say, your reel or some latest performance clips to this button. So when your followers click it, it automatically pulls up videos of you acting that they can watch. You can also have it include more information about you. So if they click on it, they can learn more about who you are, whether that be as an artist or some more about your personal life um, and what you do. And you can also program it to pull up your email or other contact information so that they can get in contact with you, whoever is looking at your page. That's very similar to the feature that Instagram has at the top of a business profile where it gives people an option to email or call you. 
Yes, exactly. And also for the about you section, you could put your bio there. If you have a bio written out, put that there. They can learn more about you through your bio or you can include fun facts about you. Yeah. Just use it as a way to get your followers to know more about you and feel like they're connected to you on more of a personal level. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be strictly business. It can be fun, especially because we're all artists and actors. Use it to be fun. Show your personality and your authentic mm-hmm. self. I think it should be fun because we see so many examples of what a business profile should look like and mm-hmm. how professional you need to display yourself. And all those things are true. We do need to keep a professionalism on our social media pages. However, You don't want to look like everyone else who has a professional business account or Facebook page. You really do want to showcase what is it about you that makes you worth paying attention to for others. Exactly. That's really important. You want Mm -hmm. to make yourself stand out because there's thousands of people that are also trying to do what you're doing. And so... Add those little features that show your personality and what makes you different so that people can hold on to them and really Mm -hmm. love that about you. Each Facebook page has different tabs to direct you to different parts of your profile. So there's a tab for an about section, a tag for posts, photos, and videos. So your followers can get involved in your page in those different ways. And Facebook also allows you to reorder these tabs based on what you want your followers to see first. So if you post a lot of videos of yourself, you might want to put the video tab at the beginning so that people are automatically drawn to that first. And Mm -hmm. then maybe photos next, if photos are the second thing that's really important to you. So you can reorganize those however you want to draw your followers to whatever you want them to see first. Yeah, or say, because social media is kind of interesting where there can be certain posts, uh, like creative content wise, like videos or photos that have randomly gotten a lot of widespread attention. If you have one of those things, it could be a TikTok, like I'm thinking, you know, cranberry juice man of TikTok, like if you were to create a Facebook page, right at the top should be that video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So everyone knows who he is. Exactly. You want to have that right front and center Mm -hmm. because if people know you by that, like, yeah, maybe you want them to learn other things about you, but that's what's going to draw them to your page so then they continue to look at other things you've done. Exactly. And they see that you're more than, you know, the Cranberry Fleetwood Mac man. You're actually a dancer. I went down a rabbit hole one night of... (laughs) watching his stuff and I was like this guy he's creative (laughs) he he really is and that's also important that you mention that because you can pin certain posts so the important ones you should pin at the top of your Mm -hmm. Facebook page so that everybody goes there and sees that first so do that because people will remember you if you have big stuff like that yep the last thing I want to talk about for Facebook business pages is that you can include your milestone achievements on it I didn't know that. Yeah. So if you just booked a film or TV show, you can put that as a milestone achievement on your Facebook page. So not only is it a way for you to connect with your followers, but it's also a way for you to keep track of where your career has gone since you started. That's very cool. Is it kind of similar to how on your regular profile you can have life events? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a similar concept to that. I mean, you could put milestone achievements in your process to Mm -hmm. producing your show. Right. 
Right. So it's just a really cute way to kind of keep on track of that and not only share it with your followers, but also just see it for yourself and see all that you've accomplished throughout your career. So that's all we have for Facebook business pages. I do want to mention that you should also use your Facebook profile in tandem with your Facebook page because your Facebook profile has a lot of your friends and your extended family on it and they can share whatever you post to their followers as well. And that's nice. you want to gain traction that way because then if one person shares it to their followers, their followers might see it and start sharing it. So that's a good way to start building your fan base because then once you have those people that see you through your profile, you can direct them towards your page. So use them in tandem with each other and see Mm -hmm. where that goes. Another thing I want to mention too, just about like creating a fan base and something that I know I've personally really struggled with in the past as an artist who kind of has to showcase herself. And that's a huge part of our job is there is no shame in advertising yourself. Mm -hmm. There really isn't. And I've thought in the past, like, oh, it's so, like, self-absorbed. I don't want people to think that I'm only just thinking about me and my own success. But, like, the truth is people love if they have an opportunity to support other artists. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like us supporting ourselves and reaching out to others and asking for support is kind of in a weird way giving other people permission to do the same for themselves. And it's a really hard thing to keep in mind. But I think it is really important, even if we don't practice it all the time, just to keep reminding ourselves we are worthy of that kind of attention. Yes. Because who doesn't like being a fan? Yeah. I like being a fan. And, I you know, why, why should people not be fans of us? Yeah. It's that kind of mindset. I know. So you just kind of have to do it. I know it's scary and it brings a lot of anxiety. And, I mean, I personally am always worried just because I don't know what other people are going to think when they see it. But right. it's important for you to just stick to it and do it because you'll get so much out of it in the future. Yeah, and there is there's respect that comes from that. Even if, you know, you post something that five years from now, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I ever posted that. Who did I think I was? Like, that's okay. The world has not ended. Yeah. <laughs> we all move on. We get over it. Yeah, yeah. And I think people do. They still respect it to a certain extent. Yeah. I mean, you see really famous actors promoting their TV and film roles. Exactly. Why should that just be reserved for famous people? Yeah. If you have important projects or things you're working on, just put it out there because people are going to be interested in it and then they'll want more. Yep. And if they're not interested, they're not your people. And that's okay. So now we're going to talk more about how to create original content for your social media pages. I know that ever (laughs) since quarantine happened, we have had a lot of time on our hands. I mean, we're back in school now. But we still have a lot more time than we usually do. Yes, we do. And a lot less opportunities to do things in person. So why not Mm -hmm. start creating your own content? I know that Rachel started creating a lot of her own content at the beginning of the quarantine specifically, but it's continued now, obviously. I definitely did. A little background about me that will come back to this, this topic of creating your own content. I was an only child and spent a lot of time in my room and the living room talking to myself as a kid because I was scared of everything outside. I spent a lot of time doing art. 
I would put blue colored blankets on the floor in our living room and roll around and pretend I was the little mermaid. And I was just constantly talking to myself. And you know, it's it's what we do as little kids. And we have these imaginations that have no boundaries, you know, and I really loved that growing up, even though I never went outside and um, had my own struggles. But what I've noticed in quarantine is it's kind of forced all of us to sit in silence again with ourselves, with nothing to distract us, um, no people who we can easily just rely on as figures of security. And basically, I just started doing what I did when I was a little kid again, and just talking to myself and doing weird character things in the mirror and in the bathroom and staying up super late. I started tapping into the kind of imagination that I had when I was a little kid, just more so during quarantine because of the circumstances. So I started creating some videos of different characters and they just kind of came out of my head randomly. I didn't really write scripts before I would start filming. I would just kind of do it and then edit it all together into iMovie and then take a chance and post it on Instagram. And I got like actually a lot of positive feedback and people were saying it was really funny and stuff. So I feel like since that has started, I've been honing in more and more on what kind of artist I want to represent myself as because I think creating your own content just forces you to do that. It's like, okay, what comes out of your head naturally rather than doing a scene that's already been written and produced in a certain movie and it's like those things are great too for training purposes but really what happens actually when you just start experimenting and that's what I started doing and some of them were flops and some of them were successful but it's been fun for me. Yeah and it's all about just getting yourself started and creating your own content. I mean you mentioned that it really forced you to reassess what kind of actor you want to be and what kind of roles Mm -hmm. you want to do in the future and that's something that's really important for you to discover at the beginning of your career. Obviously, that can change as you discover more parts of your acting and other things that you're interested in doing. But it's good to have an idea of the types of roles you want to go for. And so creating your own content can really help you evaluate that because you can write roles for yourself or create these characters that maybe you've never thought of doing before, but you have found yourself very interested in. Right. It's all about having fun and just discovering more about yourself. Yeah. Through it all. And using social media as a way to put that out there and show your followers. And like you said, some of them are flops. Some of them are very (laughs) successful. It's very much a hit or miss, but you can see what your followers like and not only what they like, but what you would really enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Because what you enjoy is what you're going to want to pursue throughout the rest of your life. Right. Right. And just going back to that conversation we were having in terms of social media, like it's kind of scary to trust that what you enjoy is going to land because we're always taught we need to go along with the mainstream of what everyone else is doing or, you know, the art we think we should be making. And it's really hard to get out of that. But, you know, chances are if you enjoy it, that's just going to be received from whoever's watching it as well. Yeah, people want to enjoy things that you enjoy. Yeah. They don't want to see you put something out there that you aren't passionate about. Mm -hmm. I think also, especially during this time when it's so hard for everyone just to have the will to get up out of bed in the morning, you know, creating your own content can kind of be a really healthy outlet for some of 
those negative feelings and sensations that we're all experiencing right now. So as I mentioned, we go to school at LMU and the film department can't make productions right now. So usually we would be auditioning and starring in some of their projects, but we can't do that right now. So we've kind of had to start creating our own short films. Mm-hmm. I know Rachel and I did a project together. She wrote the script and we both starred in it and we recorded it outside six feet from each other. There was only one other person on set who was the person filming. He didn't get anywhere close to six feet from us yeah we're all safe and tested and you can create quality videos that way you don't have to be directly next to somebody when filming yeah if you create circumstances and there are plenty of circumstances in any story where you're not like right up against (laughs) the person it's actually fairly easy to create something honest and engaging that's also COVID appropriate (laughs) and I mean I created this podcast during COVID I never thought this time last year that I would have a podcast. I mean, it's just, I love listening to podcasts, but thinking about putting myself out there and creating something like this just didn't seem like something I would do. And here I am. Maybe it's not something I would have done before this, but I needed to to make something of my own that Mm -hmm. I could really put my passions into. And here I am making this podcast with my friends and putting it out there. I mean, I have been promoting this on my social media page, so it's a different form. Maybe it's not specifically acting related. I mean, the content we're talking about is, but I'm using my voice. I'm working on voiceover type qualities, so I'm still honing my skills while creating a project that I can use to promote on social media. Yeah. So start something new. I mean, this is really the time to experiment with with no consequences literally you can do whatever you want you can make whatever type of content you want all you need is a phone that's basically it yeah like you don't need a professional (laughs) camera anymore you don't cameras on phones are amazing for one of my like character videos that I posted on Instagram I took a picture of the process because it was hilarious to me where I've got a very small room but a huge bed so I describe my room as like a bed with a little bit of floor is pretty much like what my room is and I didn't have a tripod or a ring light at the time and so what I did is I took off the hanging mirror from my door and I somehow balanced it on top of my swiveling desk chair and then I took my phone out of its case and taped it onto the mirror and you know it worked I know it worked I know if you don't have (laughs) the money to spend on like tripod or equipment like that I mean I did a similar thing last semester when everything went online I was taking a film acting class and we had to record ourselves and I didn't have a tripod at the time yeah and so I took this moving desk from my brother's room put it into my room stacked about six shoe boxes on top of it (laughs) as well as a, a mirror that I could lean my phone on yeah And it wasn't anything professional, but it worked. It worked. So So there's no excuse. The the possibilities are endless. It's just about starting and experimenting and having fun with it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't have to post it. No. It can just be for you. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. I mean, obviously, it's fun to promote it on social media, but... Like you said, if you don't like it at the end of the day, you don't do anything. Very, no one will know about it. Yeah. (laughs) You can just start with something else tomorrow. Exactly. 
Okay, so that's all we have for today. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about the Instagram and Facebook business accounts and how you can use them to your advantage as an actor. I am so grateful that Rachel was on my show today. You can follow her on Instagram. It would be Rachel Cofton, the handle being spelled R-A-C-H-E-L-C-O-U-G-H. E-D-O-N, because that's how you actually pronounce my name. And then for the play that I am producing, you can just follow it both on Instagram and Facebook at BoyVayThePlay. And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at It's Lauren McNair. Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, and I will see you next time. Woohoo! Bye! Bye, guys!